right, well, let's play the fucking intro. This is Dustin. And this is CJ Coop. CJ is joining me from Racist Kramer. And guess what? We are SLC Punkcasters t- er, today. <laughs> there is no Chris. No Chris. Chris doesn't show up for fucking work anymore. I know. That lazy bastard. He's setting the schedule behind and uh, not showing up for appointments we have like right now. But I knew ahead of time. That's all right. I'm happy to be here. Thanks so much for having me. Absolutely. Uh, today we're going to be doing a special edition episode, so it's all punks doing covers. Yeah. And Which is uh, perfect. Right. Why is it perfect? What's coming up for Racist Kramer? Well, it's perfect because all I fucking do nowadays is just learn punk rock covers right now. Nice. Uh, coming up on December 22nd is our, our uh, annual Friendsmas, which is at Urban Lounge, and it's all punk rock covers from, from our yesteryears, and so... I'm Excellent. looking forward to that, but it's basically just memorizing lyrics on the toilet most of the day for me. <laughs> awesome. So how long of a set are you guys going to play? Well, there's there's multiple bands, Fail to Follow is doing stuff. Okay. That's, you know, like our cousin band, Fail to Follow. Sure. Love those guys. Um, I'm not sure what they're playing because they keep everything a secret. They're probably just going to play the same song over and over again. Um <laughs> But uh, James, our bass player, James and I, uh, and our, our buddy Alex, um, we're doing like an acoustic set, so that should be like 20, 30 minutes. Okay. And then RK usually settles up the night with like an hour of punk rock. So awesome. Just, you know, we, we try to get the, the covers close to the originals, so, you know, we're not revamping sure. songs, so a lot of different bands this year. I'll tell you all about it as the night goes on. But Excellent. So... You know, how many years have you guys done this? God, I think this is the eighth year. Uh, unofficially, I'm I'm not sure because it you know it started out as some some you know some some outcasts in a living room you know on on the holiday nights that found the holidays superfluous and and they they rejected the the idea of the typical holidays. So instead of listening to fucking Christmas music, they listen to punk rock and. And luckily, you know, I came along. I'm kind of the younger guy in the in the family, to be honest with you. Um, and I officially didn't go to the first one. I think a lot of the guys still fucking resent me for it too. I wasn't at the first one because I'm a, I'm an asshole. I went through some years where, you know, didn't care enough. But um, I think this is officially the eighth year. We used to do it at Bar Deluxe a long time ago. Okay. But Urban Lounge has just been awesome the past couple of years. Those guys always just make sure that. Everyone's taken care of, and that the show's promoted well. And and you guys actually rent it out, so it's it's free, right? Everybody well, comes out. I mean, not, yeah, no cover charge, essentially. No, yeah, but there's no. they give us the night, and, right? And they they also understand that it's for charity. And this year, we we select a different charity and a different cause um, every year. This year, it's Hope for the Day, which is a, a nonprofit committed to suicide prevention. Um, our camp was just rattled this year. Uh, with with the death of a very close friend of ours, Jordan, and um, so it, it, we we thought it only necessary to to kind of choose that route, and you know this this town specifically, 
the number one cause of teen death is suicide. And right. so it's like it's something to something to be talking about, something to be fighting against. And you know, if it weren't for punk rock, I think that I could have been sunk into that ship too if I if I wasn't so lucky and hadn't found the friends and the, the camaraderie right. that we found together. So it's good to have a good support group. Punk rock community can be Honestly, that for man. People. Punk punk rock saved my fucking life. That's awesome. It's it's good to hear uh, it's unfortunate, and I think that's a, it's a great cause. It's a great cause for this time of year. Uh, sometimes it might get overlooked as, you know, you get the, the buying pres- presents for the underprivileged kids or kids have to spend the time up in the hospital, people that don't have food. You know, th- those there's a lot of those charities, but this is an important time of year for suicide, suicide prevention, because that's the time of year it's probably uh, the numbers are at the highest. Absolutely, and, and hope for the day, you know, is – showing us how their their cause it, it plays out and where the money will go and so Excellent. It's, it's not just us saying goodbye to the cash we raised it's actually going to go to help and and help them further their their ventures and we we fully support what they're doing so that's a great cause yeah let's jump into some covers cj uh, cj yeah. sent me a handful of covers it's included on this playlist chris couldn't be here but i kept yeah. some of his picks on there as well cool and then I threw a few in. First up, CJ, one of your picks. Yeah, the queers. Got to throw it out for for our drummer Cheech. Me and Cheech uh, used to wash cars together, and so this is one of those that we found common ground on. You know, because because this raw punk rock at first, I was just kind of like, I don't know Cheech, but he, he <laughs> made it, it kind of grow on me. And fucking love the Beach Boys, man. Grew up on that shit, so it's nice. perfect way to open the night. Well, with the exception of what's coming, since it's a secret playlist. Are any of your picks this year, or on this episode, previous year's uh, playlist? No. We make it a point to not do repeats, at least as far as I can remember. Um, there's bands that get repeated, but not specific songs. Okay. Maybe one or two will pop up again in like an acoustic rendition, but cool. I don't, for the most part. Next year, it's thrown out there that maybe we should start diving back into the the armory if you will or the the old song playlist because it really does throw off racist kramer for like the rest of the year after <laughs> august because it's just like homework basically for us right especially our bass player this year That's all a lot the, for one episode yeah oh yeah, uh, yeah uh, for one for one night an episode yeah but one yeah. show sorry but it, it totally <laughs> makes it worth it because you know it's kind of like baiting our friends into coming to coming to see us and as much fun as we have playing our own shows it really is fun to go out and and when everyone recognizes like an old song and they're singing along and you don't have to worry right. about like pushing your own agenda on them or I mean we will we will have t shirts and shit of, of our own for sale, but it's more about just like the raffle right that we're doing. I'll tell you more about the raffle. We give away all kinds of cool shit. Cool. Well let's let's do a little bit of this before it wraps up. Yeah. You know, I, I hear a lot of, of covers. They go, you know, one of two ways. Uh, they either sound very similar, but kind of their own style. And I think that's what they did right there. It sounds yeah. very similar to, uh, you know, like, oh, yeah, I get that that's Beach Boys. And then there's other ones where you're like, damn, I, I recognize the lyrics. The song yeah. sounds a little similar, but this is different. No, I, I feel like they just fixed that. You know what I mean? Right. They took a shitty song and made it better. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Well, this is Chaz Valentine. It's one of my picks. Uh, a big fan of Chaz. Right on. Had him on the show. Uh, great guy from New Zealand, also from the Rabble. Go check out some cool. previous episodes. But this is Chaz 
doing a cover of Bad Moon Rising from CCR. Awesome. Sounds awesome. Right? I like it. It's a cool, upbeat version. It's just basically taking some classics that we listened to growing up and, you know, updating them. Oh, yeah. Dust off the, the dirt. Yeah, it's a good tone of that guitar, too. Yeah. I like Chaz. Big fan of Chaz. When this came out, uh, I put this out a couple months back, and this is right where I had this in mind. Like, all right, we're going to be doing the punk covers coming up, and this is going to make it on there. Yeah, badass. Did he come here often? Uh, He hasn't been to – I don't even know if he's ever been to Utah. I think when we talked to him, he hadn't been to Utah. But he's come to the the States a a couple times, but that was back when he was with the Rabble. So maybe we'll get him out here again. Uh, I got to I gotta hit him up again. It's been a bit since we talked. Yeah, it sounded awesome. All right, so let's play one more. We're gonna Before we get into a little bit more, I want to hear some more of the history of, of Franzmas. But sure. first, you have another pick. We're going to play another one of your picks here. Yeah, Lagwagon. This is, uh, this is definitely the band that was probably first on the list as far as exposure to punk rock for me. Nice. And uh, as far as, like what they've kind of the tradition they passed on this is one of those bands that kind of got they got the short end of the straw as far as like recording industry tactics go and right you know these these bands recorded when when digital kind of was coming into play so a lot of their early recordings sound like shit and this band had to be so well rehearsed when they'd go into the studio and so i always kind of like took that on as like one of the biggest things when I play music is to make sure the band is just super re- well rehearsed. That's cool. The, with a band like Lagwagon, you just hit record and they just come out the way they sound and there's not right. too much editing. You know? I miss that about music, to be honest. They're really good. I just saw them, I think it was this year, Punk Rock Bowling, or last year? I can't remember. Oh, awesome. Yeah, great live. And they've been really busy. I think they put out like uh, some sort of a greatest hits, I forget, about a year ago. It was really? last December. And then they came out with a new album in August. Yeah, and then they just did Dang. a split with Nothington that just barely came out. Oh, I think really? this last month. Or, yeah, I gotta yeah. get on the ball. Yeah, those guys have been busy. I gotta, Active, I gotta listen touring. to the podcast more. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, what'd you pick this one? Uh, besides Flag Wagon, because uh, I think they've done some other covers before. Why'd you pick Brown Eyed Girl? You know, this is another one of those where my parents and I found common ground with music, where it's like, oh, they can kind of recognize that I'm tricking them into playing, listening to punk rock. So nice. But honestly, Lag Wagon is like. Up there, as far as like everyone in my band can agree, you know, if we're ever going somewhere together, that's in the, that's definitely in the CD player. That's cool. Yeah, that's awesome. 
Well, they're covering uh, Van Morrison, if you couldn't figure that out by now. On the playlist, I kind of mixed it up. That way it's, you know, some of CJ's picks, Chris or mine, uh, bouncing around. But also kind of chronologically, so we started with some 60s tracks. Everything right now originally recorded in the 60s, this one being 1967. And you can you could tell kind of what you were describing based on this recording right here, you know maybe a little less, a little less polished, maybe more. These guys went right in the studio and recorded oh, this. Yeah, yeah, probably. I mean, those early fat records from the '90s—they're just very, very raw. But I love the evolution of it. It's almost like everyone got better. And now I, I like listening to the the records that come out in the motor studios and even the new no effects records as polished as they are you can still kind of hear the grittiness and the the tradition of punk rock so I like the, the, the feel that punk bands give some of these classic songs because I love the punk rock sound, but I've also grew up listening to a lot of these uh, these bands, these tracks. Uh, this particular one I actually had on the list to play at some point as well too because I have a whole list of covers when we do some cover episodes, and so oh, it's yeah. a great cover. It's a great pick. Yeah, love this one. Love Bowie. Yes, yeah. love David Bowie. So great, and I thought, you know, he, he's been covered so many times, and who better Let's go with the UK subs on this one, right? Oh, yeah. One of those bands that scared the shit out of me on my first Warped Tour, you know? Right? Yeah, when I was a kid in cargo <laughs> shorts, this my first exposure to it. You see all these punks come out with giant mohawks and, you know, right. girls, girls that are super pale covered in tattoos, and you're just, like, scared as shit as everyone. Because I was, like, in the seventh grade when I went to my first Warped Tour. Nice. So I was, like... You know, I was lost. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's a good band to see. This is actually oh, yeah. a pick that Chris made. So this is one of Chris's picks. Is UK subs yeah, UK playing subs. Suffragette City. track cool sound i like what the subs have done with that being david bowie have you guys done a david bowie cover god no we haven't but i'd love to do that and grace and our guitar players are always trying to get us in into doing weird covers god someone's <laughs> trying i think there's talks of us doing a talking head song nice i'm trying to shut it down to be honest with you. Uh, <laughs> it, 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 is it, there it, not a good one or is it just the ones that are coming up 
and they're not feeling because you got to sing these. I know it's a, it's definitely going to be a crowd banger if we do it, but I just I don't know. It, it, there's so many damn lyrics to, to learn, and it's just they're throwing it at me the last minute. So, but um, yeah, we're just a couple weeks away. It's two weeks yeah, from this weekend. Two weeks. So you got yeah, two yeah. weeks. I mean, I've I've uh, you know gone to the line as far as crunching and or you know before a test. What do you do before a test? You cram? Cram, yeah. Yeah, so that's basically what I did a couple of years ago. I waited until the last minute, and then I was up all night the night before on stage, and I I just promised myself I wasn't going to do that. And so I am I think I'm 90% there on, on lyrics. There's a lot of a lot, of, a lot of driving around in your car of, everywhere you go. You're singing much, something. Man. But it's hard because I listen to so many podcasts. Like between you, you right. guys and Joe Rogan, I don't listen to too much music. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> well, at least we're playing music. There you go. You yeah. can catch some of that. Yeah, no kidding, right? Well, with Grayson, here's another question then. With Grayson being in Fail to Follow and God, he's in, like in Racist Cream. Bands, right, right, right. But at this particular show, and you were mentioning that the, the playlists from, for the bands are kind of secret, right? Yeah. So he knows them both. Yeah, he's sick. He's just kind of <laughs> sick in the mind. I don't know what he does, why he does this to himself. Because he complains about it all year. He's like, oh, I have to play, like, the whole night. I'm like, well, you, you don't have to. Right. But I love that he's in Fail the Follow, and I love those guys, Lewis, Derek. I grew up with those guys and uh, grew up opening for them and playing with them in every band I've been in. And, and so I love that him and Tim, right. have, another older friend of mine, have <clears throat> found their, their place in that band. And there's just so much camaraderie that – it's just it's nice to have everyone out for the evening and, right. and as much as grayson loves to complain he loves to play music so i'm sure way, that's way quite more. the task though because you're, you're mentioning uh you know you're almost playing two sets though you're playing about a 30 minute acoustic set so you still have to learn that then about an hour set so grayson's got to learn you know whatever fail to follow is going to play plus your guys's hour set so he's got quite a bit on his plate too yeah, yeah, definitely. So he's got the fail to follow set, and then technically, like the RK set is separated into "I'm Monster" and "Racist Kramer." So, like some of the songs I won't be playing. I'll get a you know I'll get a breather between our acoustic set and and before I come out, and then because it's uh like kind of kind of the fifth man in "Racist Kramer" is this guy Alex Alex Guzueta. Uh He he definitely like kind of does a lot of the legwork for us. And, okay. And, when we're when we're doing racist Kramer, but he's a drummer for uh, for I'm a Monster, which is which is James and Grayson. Okay. And so they they play a lot together. Still, they have a great record out. Uh, I'm a Monster. James and and Grayson take take turns singing. Oh, cool. So yeah, I think you mentioned that because he was on the show uh, with Tim a few months back. Oh, yeah, 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 actually, yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Um. So they they have that going on, and so the 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 sets kind of split up between him and Cheech, our our main drummer. Okay. So the it's kind of nice because we'll get a fresh drummer, you know, because drums playing that long, you know, I'm sure. especially the way Cheech <laughs> and Alex play, they fast as fast as hell. So we'll we'll get a couple breathers in between. Grayson's got to learn so many guitar licks too, so it's he, he I can tell he's kind of getting to the point where maybe next year we ought to consider dipping back into the old set list to to spare ourselves but i think it's it's just after all these years it's so much fun because even people that don't necessarily come out to our shows throughout the year they'll come out just because they know they'll see every friend that's still around you know right we have people come into town for it and from los angeles and we're trying to get our friend terry to come out from from atlanta every year and and so it's it's really great. We're doing a lot of giveaways in our in our raffle. Um, you know, there's 
everything from tattoo time to I think someone's giving away like a photography session. Cool. Um, gift cards, like a lot of restaurants around Salt Lake were, were donated. Um, we're giving away a guitar, a Gibson or a Epiphone Les Paul. <clears throat> Sorry, my voice. Oh, no, you're good. You're good. That's awesome. That's a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's going to be sweet. And I'm sure you guys are going to pack the house. Yeah. I think there's like other things too from, you know, signed punk rock memorabilia that James collects. James does a lot of the legwork, our bass player. He he definitely sets it up with Will and Lance at, at Urban and, you know, kind of works out everybody that's doing the donations for the raffle. He he goes around and makes sure it's we have good prizes and stuff. I just have to prepare for my role as Santa Claus is all, really. Just, <laughs> Are you dressing up in the suit? If I can get a suit, I'm going to do it. <laughs> we'll see. You have to fight Chris for it. Chris has the title of Punk Rock Santa. Punk Rock Santa. Maybe he should just show up and run the raffle then. Right? I'll yeah. have to talk him into it since he's been such a slacker on this. He's got to make up for it somewhere. Yeah, maybe we can just dress up as elves and just help him out. Exactly. I'll be happy to be the elf and we'll Where have old Punk Rock Santa show up. So Bad Brains is up next, right? Yes. Cool. Uh, so this is Bad Brains with Henry Rollins. Henry Rollins, a nomad. Yes. I, I, I could sit and listen to Henry Rollins talk for... He is quite the, the talker, yeah. isn't he? He's, he's, he does the talk tours now, I think. Yeah. He writes a lot of books. Yep. It's pretty rad. It is, and uh, I think he's one of the reasons why Black Flag doesn't tour as Black Flag. <laughs> like the members of Black Flag, they're going to be a punk rock bowling this year, but they can't actually be called... Black Flag there. They're more of like a Keith Morris Black Flag exactly. guy, to be honest. Is that, exactly. is that who tours with them right now, or uh, Keith Morris? I, no? think, I don't know if they're touring, but they are coming together, yeah. and it's all former original members, but, you know, yeah. depending on what iteration of original Black Flag you're talking about. But, yes, I believe it was Keith Morris that's going to be singing uh, at that's that cool. punk rock bowling show. Oh, that's badass. Are you going to go? Yeah, I already oh. have my tickets. Oh, rad. Yes. I don't. There, there were talks of tickets being given away. We did that last year. Somebody somebody anonymously donated those. Oh, that's amazing. Every, everything that's given away is donated. That's great. And I don't, I don't know if we have them this year. It would be cool if we did, but that was last year's kind of grand prize was the punk rock bowling tickets. Yeah. Really cool, though. It is. And I think our, our I think we hit three grand last year. I'm not sure. I try to just sing as well as I can and try not to mess up too many guitar chords. But uh, those guys definitely kick the shit out of this charity thing. And so I think our goal this year is about three grand. Cool. Yeah, we need everybody out. So, so yeah, anybody anybody out there that likes punk rock and wants to pass it on, get share it on drinks, your social medias. Yeah, yeah. Man. Come out, have a good time, and then. Uh, put in you'll, you'll probably win something there's so many yeah. prizes you're probably going to win something that's right and you know urban lets us do it for their take from the bar so just come out and have a drink and see some old friends yes you know that's awesome we'll see who the drunkest person in last call will be and maybe we'll have a prize for that person there you go that's awesome i had to drive someone home last year it's funny they had like no idea they were blacked out and came to their like and I just see your band? I was like, yes. And now I'm taking you home. <laughs> Full service band. That's right. We'll rock you and then we'll take you home and rock you to sleep. All right. This is the tail end of Bad Brains with Henry Rollins doing an MC5 cover of Kick Out the Jam.
One of the guys from Bad Brains doing solo, but he's going to be at Rebellion Festival this upcoming year. Just was announced a couple days ago. I can't remember which one. I just briefly came across it. But that, that's cool. Guys in Bad Brains still doing stuff. Still doing it, huh? Yeah. That's wild, man. Right? They're still out there. Still yes. out there getting it. Speaking of which, I saw a picture of this band. Me first in the Gimme Gimme's today. I've seen they a bunch of bands old. at Punk Rock Bowling. I've actually seen old. them at Punk Rock Bowling, too. I haven't seen they them since, like, old. Tour. When I did see them, I don't know if you were at that Warped Tour, but they had, like, a bar on stage. I missed that they one, a, They had a tiki bar on stage. That's this awesome. Is, this is back before those guys all got clean, and most of them are sober now. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, they had a tiki bar on stage. I love this band. I think it's, it's hilarious seeing them in the, the, the thematic records they put out. Right. It's really, really clever. This is off their Love Their Country because it's a Johnny Cash cover. Yeah. And everybody loves Johnny Cash. Right? That's a good choice. Good, good, good to pick Johnny Cash cover. Yes, Ghost Riders in the Sky, Johnny Cash cover, good choice, CJ. I like it. Right. Why'd you pick? It's another I, one of those car wash songs. Nice. You know, let's get you going, get you working. Right? Yeah, Racist Kramer started out as a car wash, a mobile car wash. Really? And then we just decided to do punk rock and leave the car wash behind. That's awesome. Nah, j- me and Ch- me and Cheech used to wash cars. It's like back when I was, shit, 19, I think. So we've been around for a long time. That's cool. <laughs> yeah. Pretty cool, I guess. Are you familiar with Suburban Legends? This is yeah, one of my picks. Yeah. All right. I think they're they're kind of uh, they're kind of like newer, right? Not not new, but kind of later uh, on, maybe yeah, mid two. Probably in the last yeah. ten or so years, but they started out as a Disneyland band. Okay, that's so they were the story. doing like a bunch of Disney covers yeah, in Disneyland. They're they they paid a, to they do that. Soft, yes. a very soft background. Yes. <laughs> That's but cool. They, they sound great, though. They have a ton of their own stuff. Great ska band. Uh, but they did this cover. Not a Disney cover. This is from the Golden Girls. Oh, yeah, yeah. This is the Golden sure. Girls uh, theme track, but it was originally done by Andrew Gold. Uh, so I had to put this one on. I've been waiting to play this one, yeah. and it fits best on the cover episode. Yeah, dude, I love I love big horns. You know? Yeah. I just love ska. They're so good live, too. So put on such a great show. Awesome. Let's get into it. Party. Invited everyone you knew. You would see the biggest gift would be for me. And the card inside would say, Thank you for being a friend. Thank you for being a friend. Thank you for being a friend. Thank you for being a
love the ending there. Yeah, I love horns, man. I love I love ska. Yeah, it's cool. Great band, fun fun track. I really like Suburban Legends. All right, Ooh. CJ, it's another one of your picks. Yeah, I got a great pick. Love Goldfinger. Pick. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I love Goldfinger, man. That's 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 the first first band I found in the second grade. Wow. Yeah, it was, I was one of those. It was one of those. You know, you hear your brother listening to music. My brother's ten years older than me. Okay. Jason and he, uh, you know, brought punk home into the family, and I'd be in the other room listening to, well, what is that sound? The sound of that guitar, right? And then I'd steal his CDs and and blame it on my brother. That's between our ages, you know, <laughs> pin them against each other, walk away with all their CDs. That's awesome. So yeah, Goldfinger's. I I have that tattoo. You know, the yes, right there, first so. album right there. Yeah, amazing. Yeah, that's yeah, awesome. Good track. We can listen to that again if you want. I fucking love it. Right? <laughs> so joking. good. Every album's great. Uh, oh, yeah. New album, great. Yeah, okay. <laughs> it's a, I still like it. I, I liked... Uh, yeah, I just don't like that he, he you know, got rid of the whole band, basically. It's true. That's true. Yeah, Darren Pfeiffer, their drummers, like, as far as drummers go, I think was just like the, the shit, but in the end of it, you know, they're... they're their history and, and what it meant to me was just kind of spoiled. The, the music's great. I love that that new album, but it's just like it's different. It's more right. like his own solo. It is. Album. It is different. Obviously, I, the vocals, you get the similarity. Travis Barker's a great drummer. Yeah, he's the best drummer in the world. Right. Best drummer. But So it's a good pickup, but I, loved, I get you. I loved Blink, uh, that new California record. Yeah. I thought it was awesome. A lot of people shit on me for that, for thinking that, but I love California. Thought the Goldfinger record was just too close to that sounding wise, you know. We actually talked about that, and I was telling Chris there was a couple songs that were exactly just set set up the same shit. I agree. We actually did talk about it, it. right? And you got to have Travis Barker do it while you have him, you know. I mean, sure, he is unbelievably and indisputably the world champion drummer. You gotta love good riddance, man. Yes. So this This is one of Chris's picks. This is actually one of Chris's picks. Yeah, wherever Chris is. If you're out there, Chris, if you're listening, <laughs> we miss you, bud. Right? So, good riddance. Uh, I met with you covering modern English. Great cover. Been covered many times. I like yeah. this part. Yeah. Again, uh, our homie Alex loves good riddance. This one's for Alex. You know? There you go. See, again, I like it when the bands, they cover, speed up the tempo a little bit. I can still tell us the same track because it's a track I grew up with as well. But then they kind of make it their own. Yeah, well. it's kind of like a tradition in punk rock. Yeah, yeah. Uh, 
I think we have like a, a Bob Dylan cover floating around out there that I produced myself. We never nice. released it or anything. It's probably like on a few cell phones out there, but <laughs> I'm pretty proud of that. It ain't me, baby. Or whatever. Well, uh, next time, if you find a copy of it, that. yeah, we, we should play should've it here. That. Yeah, bum, bum, bummer. You can find our music out there, though, if you want to. But just come to friends with us and listen to us play other people's music. Right? <laughs> uh, all right. All right, I, I made a, a, a goof here. I, uh, I'm, I'm playing one out of order. And then we'll pause here for a second. It's all right. It's fucking anarchy. Yeah, that's what we do. That's, that's part of the punk, punk rock, rock, right? Yeah. Part of the punk all right, this cast. is the Hanging Judge out of Atlanta. Creed. Fuck it. Yeah. You familiar with the Hanging Judge? No, tell me about them. Cool band. They're, they're made up of a handful of bands, like uh, some guys from DDC. Uh, I think one of the guys from the Queers plays in the band. Oh, cool. Um, Patriot. I think some guys from Patriot from North Carolina. They, they kind of dissolved. But I think so, just a... A conglomeration of bands. Yeah. Hanging Judge is great. They did a cover for Up the Pups. So Band Out of Chicago, Two Minute Minor, put a compilation together. Charity for uh, a no-kill dog shelter there in Chicago. Dope. And the track that Hanging Judge put out there, and it just barely came out last month, too. So this is, pretty, this is a new cover. You got to love Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers. Right? They, they're doing a great job, too. I like Tom Petty. I like this track from Tom Petty. This is You Wreck Me. But the hanging judge did it. I like it. Tom Petty, rest in peace. Right? Yeah. He's doing heroin with angels now. Right. Yes, indeed. He's shooting smack with with God now. <laughs> All right. Check this out. This is the hanging judge. Go get that Up the Pups compilation. Goes to charity, whole bunch of uh, cool. other great tracks, and you get this yeah, one I like with those it. gang vocals, those right? Are, sound good. I, I'm a big fan of the gang vocals. Oh yeah. Well, you'll have to come in when we do our record. In I will be there. You tell you me, and Chris I'll be there. We'll get Punk Rock Santa in there with us, dude. When we played at the Depot in August, um, the coolest thing happened, and I it, it wasn't planned or anything, but the last moment we played uh, Pennywise for our our friend who killed himself like a couple of weeks before right. that is a very powerful moment. And it dawned on me that the, the friends who had come up on stage were the same exact friends who were there when we did our first album, who did our gang vocals. Awesome. And it was just a coincidence. Those guys have families and it was like kind of awesome that they were all there. And, and, uh, that was like a really cool moment that happened to that show besides awesome. besides meeting chris for the first time there you go yeah that was that was i took that <laughs> with me always in my heart 
What do we got next? Next is your track. I meant to play this one first. Not that there's a specific reason. I'm just trying to mix it up, and I, I overlooked right, right. it. Uh, got out of order. But this is one of yours. Oh, right, yeah. River. Oh, Phoenix TX. Yes. Yeah, we can't call them River Phoenix <laughs> unless we want to get sued. <laughs> right? Right, exactly. You know story about that? Uh-uh. Oh, yeah, so River Phoenix, right? Joaquin Phoenix's brother. Right. I think he died in the Viper Room or something. Okay. Room, like long, yeah. Long time ago. Anyway, they sent a cease and desist this band, like after they were getting like some commercial success. Really? Yeah. I mean, they published music as River Phoenix and then had to change their name to Phoenix TX. Wow. They didn't even spell it the same. No. Well, right? No, I don't think it's so. All one word, and then River Normal, but Phoenix F E N I X. Right. Yeah. And so instead of the actual Phoenix, like the the city or the bird or whatever. Yeah, I'm not <laughs> sure exactly. If they just got a cease and desist, or they got sued, or what happened, but the family was just like, "Yeah, you got to change that name." But I love this uh, Duran Duran tribute album. This is right. a whole slew of of uh, '90s bands that did yeah. this, this tribute album. A lot of great bands on it. It's a cool, cool one to get. Hard to find the digital versions, but you can get the CDs. Go on to Amazon. You can find a CD to get it. It's, it's also on Spotify. CDs I stole from my brother. Nice. Blamed it on the other brother. <laughs> Have you guys done a Duran Duran cover yet? God, no. no. Those guys are just like, they just shit on all the music I love. They do. <laughs> like, Jared hates the Beatles. You know? It's like, not too many of my bandmates and I can find fa- common ground with, like, older music. A punk is our, is our common ground. But when we sit down to decide what to cover, usually someone's like, no, oh, I don't want to do that. choice uh i like it i like you know i've said it numerous times on the episode but i love the punk twist in the classic tracks oh yeah it's great great adds you know that you know these bands could probably go out and play it and it would sound similar the vocals may be different because people are going to recognize the different vocals totally but when you give it that twist yes this is a punk track it might be originally done by duran duran but this is a punk track totally 
And hopefully when we're all old and fucked and we go to the bars, there's like a punk band at the bar playing covers of like your parents' old music. Right. Because then you'll get the nostalgia and you'll get the enjoyment of good music. Hey, Dustin, you know what's a really shitty cover? What's that? The Weezer, uh, the band Weezer, yeah. just did Africa by Toto, and <laughs> it's awful. It's just I thought terrible. so, too. Chris Chris brought it up. I don't, I'm don't. i pretty sure we didn't play it. I think he wanted to play it. I'm like, no, I don't Come know, on, man. Chris. I don't know. No, it's awful. Yeah. Yeah. I've been trying to talk RK into doing, the, doing Africa, but so we could ruin the shit out of that song. For the the friends miss has always been covers. Yeah, just you know, punk rock covers from our youth. Sure, stuff that we grew up learning guitar on and stuff. Like I'm doing, we're doing AFI. I'm not gonna tell you what song, but okay, I'm doing a killer version of Davy Havoc. Just nice. We, we call him Gravy Havoc because Gravy. Ha- <laughs> I'm a bit of a big boy. So Gravy Havoc's gonna make an appearance. Uh, to suit my hair down the side of my face and. Kids super dark with everyone. Right? Luckily, I don't have to play guitar on all the songs this year. That was my thing uh, in July when we select everything. It was kind of like, if we can get away with just single guitar music this year, I just would really like it to just do the vocals because it's just learning a lot of songs. Right? That's a lot. But we ended up still throwing that out <laughs> i play a lot of them which i love i mean i can't really i gotta stop complaining like grayson well so we don't give a, a give away some of the surprises for this upcoming episode tell me a favorite track you did last year uh refused nice yeah. what'd you cover the shape of punk to come uh we did new noise yes yeah love that- new noise that just threw my my whole voice out. Like, I right bet. Off the bat, which was great. When you first said it. that, I was thinking I would love to do that too. And then I thought, fuck, I had to do that as the last track. Otherwise, you're screwed for the rest of the set, right? Yeah. And <laughs> normally, I'm not, I'm not much of a screamer, and he's got a really high, intense scream. So I kind of just threw it out there and did my best. And everyone said I pulled it off. So cool. But I mean, it's tough. What do we got coming up next? U.S. Bombs? Yes, U.S. Bombs. And so they did a, a cover, uh, or a co- like a cover single, I guess, but a class tribute. And they did... Yeah, I love the clash. Yeah, they did this track right the here, Death of Glory. Bands. Right? I mean, I throw punk back like, to the Kings, to the Who. Right. I, mean, I, I even like, you know... The, that the, even the Beatles kind of had that when they were when they were younger guys. You know? Sure, it's kind of how it all. Well, Chris and I have talked numerous times on the show about where origins, because you know a lot of people are going to say the Clash or uh, the Ramones or the Sex Pistols, or you know they're going to come See, up I with hate some the of these Sex bands. Pistols so bad, <laughs> awful. But uh, I was listening to your guys' show a couple weeks ago. Um, with Josh Madsen, Reba Rebels. Oh, yeah, yeah. So I grew up with, with those guys. Nice. Those are like the same street, Reba Rebels, which probably my favorite other punk band besides They're my awesome. own band. I'm sure. They finally got their, their stuff their released. Record, yeah, yeah, which is great. Yeah, so listening to good. that. Listening to their music is like listening to Josh tell his stories. and He's seen every part of the planet. And right. Just great guys. Um, and his brother, Lauren, Lauren Walker Madsen, right. Outlaw Country. Yeah, uh, you know, used to play saxophone in bands so we were in way back in the day. So they'll be at Friendsmas hopefully, and so it's a whole family of, of punkers that come out. And That's awesome. Like U.S. Bombs is one of those bands that 
early Warped Tour years, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Still touring. Speaking of them and the subs, both uh, both were on tours this year. These guys are old as shit, and they're still yeah. doing it. It's amazing. But what I was going to say is what, what Chris said on that episode. is like our our uh, wave of punk rock is kind of like that that Pennywise wave that came from like the surfers putting music, right. putting that music in there their highlight videos absolutely like i wish that would come back it was like snowboarders around salt lake and and wakeboarders and surfers like i wish they'd a lot of it's hip-hop now which is cool you yeah know, it's still independent music but i wish that the uh intensity sports and punk rock could, could be to match well together yeah, the yeah. vibe that, that i mean you're that's gonna how warp tour kind of used to be if you remember when they had skate skateboarders absolutely like, the first warp tours the first ones i went to were probably like 96 95 yeah, maybe yeah. you know and i went to the handful grade. of those uh that was probably like my sophomore year of high school so sophomore year up through maybe the first couple years after i graduated but then it graduated, I guess, yeah, into man. more of so did just you go to the punk first festival. one that was here, like in '95. Possibly, I don't even remember at the time. I that just went like three eleven. Yep. Yeah. yeah. No doubt. I think maybe. Yeah. Been that. That's wild. Yeah. That's a that's a long time ago, man. It it's was. Sad that it's not around anymore. I've seen a lot in X ninety six. I don't know if they still do, but they used to do the big ass show uh-huh. as well. And both were very primarily punk bands, or maybe alternative bands, but alternative is punk-ish, you know, and so it's a lot of those type of bands, so I, some of those start to blur together for me, because they, you know, I'd go to both same year, and yeah, I mean, uh, I, a lot of cool bands came through, sure, I mean, nowadays, I'm just glad if kids are interested in guitar music, you right? know, I'd make a lot of compromises, just accepting, like, if a teenager is out there listening to guitar-driven music, then it's a win, right? Well, this is the end of U.S. Bombs doing Death or Glory. Go check out that class tribute. I think the U.S. Bombs did a yeah. good job. And cla- playing Clash at any point, I think. Yeah, cool. always listen to the Clash. Yeah. And face to face coming up. Yes. This is for the bass player, bassist Kramer. <laughs> this is for my bass player, James. This is his pick. Tried to find the most obscure cover he could find to throw you off. Yeah, he did. It, it was one of the more difficult ones uh, for finding on this particular episode. But nonetheless, we've got it. Hi, James. <laughs> uh, looks like they did a, a Jawbreaker tribute album, not yeah. face-to-face specifically, but there was one, yeah. and they were on it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jawbreaker, cool band, man. I actually listened to both versions today, and... You know, there's probably a lot of people out there. I was even reading comments because I came across one site trying to find this and somebody making fun of face-to-face calling them. And this was back in, like, early 2000s when this comment was written. But that their stuff was no longer relevant and everything that they're putting out is not that great anymore. And this was, like, 2001. And then after this was their second cover of Jawbreaker. And they're like, oh, what are they doing now to stay relevant is just cover Jawbreaker tracks, right? How dare they? I know. Face to face is amazing. What the fuck kind of blasphemy is that? Exactly. I love face to face, man. Their live record was again one of those stolen brother CDs. Right? And just the the power in that record and how great it sounds and how it's just such a good formula. You know? Right. It's just a great formula and it doesn't fail. Kind they have their niche. They're uh, yeah. they're kind of they've carved out a little corner of punk rock that's theirs, you know. Yep. Well, they God, came they here each of the last two too. years. And I saw them this last both time. Both times, yep. I was there both times. Uh, great band. And I saw them in the 90s, Warp Tour. <laughs> Speaking of that, 
God, you know who else I saw this year that was like old but still amazing? Descendants. Really? We saw them not this year, but the last year. Was it last year? Maybe it was last year. But the Bronx? Yeah. Yes, it wasn't this year. It was the last year because Bronx actually came then, and then they came in November. I think it was like July. Still great, though. Yeah. I love that spasmoid caffeinated record. Yeah. Great. That's great. That was cool. And I think Descendants, I think they're going to be at... Punk Rock Bowling, they're one of the headliners for Punk Rock Bowling along with Rancid and the Specials. And then they're also going to be a Rebellion Festival this year, Descendants are. Cool. Yeah. That's awesome. Here's a little bit of face-to-face Boat Dreams from The Hill. The new face-to-face album. I wasn't disappointed. I the thought it was good. One? Uh, actually, we've actually played some tracks off there, and I do like that. And that's what they've been doing recently is touring, doing acoustic stuff. Mm-hmm. But the, the actual new album previous to that, uh, was that this year? No, it had to be last year. I think it was last year. It's good. Yeah. I'll have to check it out. Yeah. I was unaware of it, which is surprising because usually I stay up to date on face-to-face. But. Uh, that, that was new, so they, they, they're touring this year. Uh, that was acoustic album came June-ish, somewhere in that neighborhood. And then last year, the new album came out, and then they also came through Salt Lake as well. Yeah, I think that would be one of the the bands that like I would love, love to die knowing I opened for them at one right. point. That would be just awesome. We've we've been lucky to have like some really great shows. Like we got strung out a couple of years ago. Nice. We've opened with Gutter Mouth. Like that was many many times. They do glow skulls, so like they're, they're, we have a pretty good list going. Those are, yeah. Um, well, I'll, I'll tell more about that as the set goes on because there's a story I wanted to tell about the no use name coming or song coming up. But what do we got next? Real big fish. Real big fish. This was a Chris pick. He's talked about this, and I think uh, some oh, a, some bands have taken a cover and made it so popular for themselves. Oh yeah, this Almost is actually on their greatest s- hits album. The best of us for the rest of us for real big fish. Oh, I, I wouldn't They're be surprised there, if yeah. Aha gets a really good check from this, right? You know, from just like publishing and maybe like advertisement rights or something. Sure. Solid, solid band, real big fish. Yeah. I think I saw them for the first time in the sixth grade. Nice. I got, I got started young. <laughs> I'm glad that they came out with something new because Chris and I saw them like. I think three, maybe four times within a year, year and a half span, something like that. At least three. And the show was like the same show every time. Yeah. Like the same shticks, the same oh. tracks, the same yeah, like 10 stuff. Years. And you're like, all right, guys, you need some new material. And that goddamn country <laughs> song that they play or yeah. suburban, suburban rhythm. They play like yes. seven different versions of it. Yes, it did that every time. You got to give it to them, though. They're old. They're great, and they put on a great show, but they were due for some new material, so the album comes out. Oh, that's right. Uh, new this, album. Like two weeks. It's like, I think December 21st, something like that. Fucking A. Yeah. It's cool. Yeah. I'll have to check that out. Yeah, it's cool. We've already played one track off of it. But, uh, oh, really? Yeah. And uh, another one just got released as a single as well. We'll probably play that within the next week or so. But yeah, it's up for pre-order. 
cool. Uh, here's Real Big Fish doing Take On Me from AHA. Yeah, real big fish. It's always good. Like you said earlier on, it's good to have the horns. I like the horns. Oh yeah, man. If I could find to mix good, that up, if I could find some good horn players out there to come and do a couple of spots with us, like in in arcade, that would be that would be awesome. That's it's hard cool. to find them though. Yeah, because a lot of them are smart, doing more important shit than playing punk rock music. <laughs> <laughs> they got clever shit going on. Agreed. Agreed. Unfortunately. Um, one of the prizes you can win at Friendsmas this year is uh, a lunch date with me. So I don't know if you want to throw your hat in the ring, come to lunch with me. Absolutely. But the I think that'll be the last prize we give out. Cool. Lunch with me, and then whatever show you want to go to next year at any nice. point. So it'll be kind of like a you know homemade uh, you know voucher, if you will. Right. That you can cash in at any time next year, and I'll take care of the show and. I don't know why we did that. I don't know what the hell. Lunch with Siege is, is one of the, the prizes. So Got that going for me. I'm going to have to cool. take someone to to some show next year. Hopefully it's a good punk show. Right? Hopefully yeah. Yeah, it'll pick one. You're like, ah. Maybe lunch in the afternoon and we'll go see the show. And you know, Maybe if I get roofied, we'll see what happens. Right? There's a couple it's good shows coming up. Uh, speaking of horns, interrupters have already announced oh, yeah, the show in cool. April. And Mast Intruder is going to be opening. Have you seen Mast Intruder yet? No, I haven't. But Fun Interrupters, really great. I'm glad yeah. they have gone some sort of commercial success. Yeah, definitely cool. I went and saw them in Las Vegas last month. It's only about like a month, maybe three weeks ago. They were did a string of shows, Barstool Preachers from the UK. I went to go see them. Not that I don't want to see the Interrupters, but the Interrupters, you know, they come through Utah almost yearly. Barstool Preachers never come to Utah, and they're from the UK. They don't come to the states there's that a, often. There's a lot of bands that just don't come here. Yeah. There's a lot of bands that We're that unfortunate said. sitting in the middle of the country, so everybody goes above, around, right. and below. Right. That happens. All right, so what do we got here? This is uh, somebody covering the No Use for a Name. Well, this is Alchemy Trio, right? Yeah, it's one of your picks. Yeah, so Alkaline Trio is one of my favorite bands. Well, hence you probably like the, like you said, the, the California album a lot, huh? 
Honestly, I never liked Tom DeLong. He's such a he's such a weirdo. He's out there. Where is he now? He's on. He's like in some space program. He probably. He's I, in I outer don't know. Space. Yeah, I'd love a ski board. Glad he's in Blink One Eight Two. Yeah, it's a good check for him. It is. I mean, I think that record's great. For them to have worked with Jerry Finn on every record they did for almost their entire discography, then put out a record with someone else. And have it go to number one that fast. Like, that's that's pretty confounded for a band to replace one of their head right. musicians and then still be able to bang it out like that. But, again, Travis Barker, Mark Hoppus, it's right. solid it's lineup right there. Well, that was Alkaline yeah. Trio covering No Use for a Name. So and no that track th- came off of Leche con Carne. Oh, yeah. This is a track from No Use for a Name on Leche con Carne that's covering... Right. Bob Marley. That's right. It's like, I'm glad how you worked that in there. Yes. So No Use is... Uh, so the the summer that Tony got sick, uh, they were booked at Burt's Tiki Lounge. Okay. We were going to shows at Burt's. I, I didn't ever get to one of those, unfortunately. God, but a lot well, of stories I've heard. We, we may as well have just lived at Burt's like when we first started playing. And then um, back when he got sick, they were booked for with us. And they had to cancel that show. Oh, that's one of the yeah. biggest heartbreaks. I mean, hit, hit, losing Tony Sly, obviously, heartbreaking. It's not like I knew him, though. Right. But not being able to play that show with those guys is like, damn, that was too bad. Because I would love to meet him. Right. Just another one of those bands right next to Lagwagon. You know, just so unbelievably prepared and so tight. Right. I remember seeing them the summer before that at Burt's. And that was a very small venue. Right. It was a very intimate setting. And it was cool, very cool, because it was one of those bands I always wanted to see, but never never got the chance to, because they never come here. It's cool to go to those so, shows. Yeah, I'm glad we at least got to see him. But yeah, that's, that's unfortunate. As we get older, our heroes will start to die. Unfortunately, yeah. Uh, some of them are living on, though. Some of them old guys. Like I said, UK subs, yeah, man. US bombs, those guys are old, but they're, out, they're not even just alive, they're just doing it, too. Yeah, dude. Uh, another one of the bands that's playing Friendsmas, uh, Gallagher. I don't know if you know about Gallagher. Yeah. But Gallagher's uh, a friend of ours who used to be in Race Kramer, Doug. Okay. Doug and uh, every everyone in that band is a friend of mine. Uh, Gallagher, though. They're, they're, again, really tight-knit family group of friends and musicians. But um, I think they're doing a No Use tribute. Awesome. They're doing at least, uh, at least one song right now. Throw that out there, so... That's another reason to come. That band's great. Gallagher, check them out. They're new. Sounds like a really good lineup at that show. Yeah, dude. Bob Marley. Drop two pass. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Redemption songs. Cool cover. Cool Very punk cool. twist on a reggae song. Oh, yeah. It's awesome. And those are... Uh, those are two genres that go together. Oh, yeah. There's a video out there of No Use playing that with Bradley Knowles at a Warped Tour. Awesome. That's cool. Isn't that wild? Yeah. <laughs> a, before there was YouTube, there was punkrockvids.com. Do you ever remember that? No. Punkrockvids.com? That's crazy. That's where I used to go before there was YouTube to try to find. There's just a website where homies would try to find as many live videos of their, their favorite bands playing you upload onto it. Right. And uh, that was one of those bands, No Use for a Name. I had a couple of videos up there. That's awesome. That's that's a long time ago. That's 2000, 2001. 
band's been around and uh, they're good. Uh, Noise for Name and Lagwagon, both bands that you picked, uh, both of them a handful of covers that they've been oh, yeah. put out there. You know, yeah. and they do a good job of it. That's why, you know, people know of those too. You know, because they did do a good job. They were good tracks. Yeah, dude. It's a uh, it's, like I said, tradition. It's kind of like part of that punk rock culture is to do covers, right? Maybe there's a market for that. Maybe like a friends must. Maybe we should take it on like a cruise ship. There you go. <laughs> Flogging Molly's got their own uh, cruise. Oh, punk yeah. Punk rock cruise, all, cool. all punk rock bands, the yeah. Salty Dog Cruise. Yeah, that'd be cool. That, that, that is cool. Uh, this is uh, one of your picks before we get too far along here. Yeah, this is Grayson's pick. Okay. Grayson is Kramer. Grayson. Nice. Grayson's Kramer. Grayson's yeah, Kramer. This is Grayson's pick. So he picked Big Wig covering a metal song, the covering oh. Slayer. I mean, if Grayson could. If Grayson called the shots, we'd be Slayer. We'd be Metallica. Really? Yeah. <laughs> he just sits there and wails. He That's doesn't awesome. know what the notes are called. He just knows the sound it makes when his finger bleeds. His <laughs> finger bleed, fingers bleed across the fretboard. Oh, it's awesome. All right, let's check out a little hard. bit of this metal here. It's hard. track it's cool you haven't played a lot of i don't think we played anything that's probably the first one metal cover yeah i was gonna say i was trying to do my metal face to that whole, right i like it to that whole song <laughs> metal face it, it's a cool pick uh good to diversify i mean we've got some country in here we've had some classic rocks some original punks getting covered tons of new wave stuff getting covered punks covering punks yeah what should happen next like punks covering punks Right? Maybe. I don't know. Well, what next? Right? Punk covering, I don't know, mumble rap? Oh, man. What's the shit that kids listen to now? That's like, it's all computer stuff. Right? It sounds like music that was, like, just the soundtrack to, like, the Nintendo games I played. <laughs> That's what shit sounds like to me now. Because uh, all of them have already sampled. Uh, everything else is good out there to sample for them. Sample, yeah. Yeah, they're like, oh, video games haven't been tapped into. Yeah, let's throw back there. Yeah, fuck samples and fuck auto-tuning. Right? I agree. Yeah. You gotta rehearse. Yeah. 
You gotta get a shitty music teacher. No, I'm just kidding. I never, <laughs> never had a music teacher. So. Get the ambition, learn, and go do it. I think I, I will probably go and take guitar lessons soon. Nice. Greg Hudson from Bad Religion was interviewed once. He said that ever since I've taken guitar lessons, I've gotten way better at guitar. And it was like 30 years after he started playing guitar. Wow. And just went and took lessons. And that's cool. Figured out the shit he was doing. That's cool, man. That's, uh, that's, your that's awesome. Uh, actually, Chris Chris picked this one. Okay. Yeah, uh, all the picks. Uh, my last pick was that, uh, shoot, I don't even know. Maybe that you know he's for name. The This one, Chris picked, Slaughter and the Dogs. Yeah. So they're doing Bang a Gong from the Power Station. Yeah. Yeah, Robert Plant. It's like a 60s movie uh, soundtrack. Right? <laughs> but it's an 80s song. Yeah, it was cool. It was cool back at that time. Uh, I think Slaughter and the Dogs did a good job. I think uh, they're making it sound a lot like the original version. Yeah, there's not much tempo change. Really clean guitars. Yep. Gonna... Yeah. Kept almost a soulful. Yeah. But at some point, it just sounds like a karaoke mix if you do that, you know? Right. And they do adjust a little bit, but yeah. this song's pretty long. It's almost five minutes, their version that they did here. And there's a good portion of it where you're like, oh, I guess it's not quite Robert Plant's voice, but uh, Robert Palmer. I think I've been saying Robert Plant. It's Robert Palmer. Oh, Robert, yeah, it's Robert Plant. Yeah. <laughs> wrong band. Wrong band. <laughs> the other Robert. How would uh, this sound if it was Robert Plant? <laughs> much slower. <laughs> gong. Yes. Some kind of elvish gong. Right. <laughs> Uh, he's one of the reasons why punk rock music came about, Robert Plant. So thank you to him because people didn't want to hear those long, drawn-out, anthematic right. songs. That's like right. punk rock is the remedy to those who uh-huh. didn't want to hear that. So you don't want to hear that fucking guitar solo for 25 minutes, right? The last but episode Chris and I recorded, he was just talking about that—the guitar solo. So in those classic rock bands, the, the guitar solos to kind of show off the guitar skills of the guitar player. So yeah. that's why some of them are long, and they're usually somewhere in the middle of the track. But with punk bands, yeah. it, they're more of a bridge or a build. They're not, they look at the guitar player in this punk band. It's yeah. a guitar solo because it's the beginning of the track. Like a hardcore band, Wisdom and Chains, their new, new album just came out. And Better Than I Was has a guitar solo, but it's at the very beginning, and it's just a build. And that, man, when that hits, it's fucking amazing. But it's not trying to showcase the guitar player it's exactly. just a build of the song yeah exactly yeah see my drummer is really good at like cutting us down <laughs> making sure we don't try to get ahead of ourselves so, like he wanted to be here to make sure i didn't uh didn't try to make myself seem too cool <laughs> but he got nervous because he's he doesn't do well in front of microphones well, next but, time he'll have know, to come. We got we got space, right? Chris will be here. Yeah, but if we're writing a, if we're writing a song and, the, and me and Grayson get too meatily meatily, you know he shuts <laughs> that shit down pretty quick. <laughs> he doesn't want anyone shining too bright. That's fair, but sometimes Which, it's necessary what? for a build. I mean, sometimes that's a great part oh, of yeah. a punk song is to yeah. have that really great build. Oh, and, totally. Oh. That that anthematic kind of guitar solo ish. Shit really did set, set the stage for like the Ramones to come right? and just keep it simple. Right? Two minutes, bam. And yeah. it's just a solid, straight, hard two minutes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
And, uh, I mean, there, there are good rock bands with, like, you know, guitar, like ACDC is... Right. I still kind of feel like there's that punk edge that they have, though, you know, kind of like the revolt. Chris and I talk about that stuff all the time. Yeah. We even had an episode where we talked, just brought in tons of different bands. Even The Cure was one of them where it's oh, like, yeah. it's punk-esque. It's punk. It's something that led to punk. You, you know, it's sure. on the verge. Some alternative music from the 90s, though it was grunge or whatever, it's still some sort of a punk. Yeah, absolutely. You know? And to come back to playing covers, it's almost like every band kind of has to start somewhere. Right. And, like, every instrument is going to sound different from the next one. But, like, you got to do something if you're going to get together and start a band. Sure. You can't just get together and... Just create something out of nowhere. You got to... Shit on each other with their sound and just shred while the other person doesn't know what they're doing. Right. You usually say, hey, what songs do you know? And when you were growing up playing music in my decade, it was usually like a shitty 311 song. <laughs> or like, if you were lucky, someone knew a Rage song. Right. So you start there, and you realize, like, this is what we sound like. And then you start to hear kind of like, you almost anticipate what your music will sound like if you start to write. Right. So it's almost like, uh, I don't know, man. I'm, I, I'm grateful to have grown up or to have been born in the era. Some people, especially punk rockers, will be like, oh, I, I was born too late. Well, we got it all, man. Like, we can listen to whatever music right. that's already taking place. We get to decide from a whole plethora of, of options. So I'm glad that we get it all. And I'm glad I you know, don't have to worry about getting cut open at shows back true. You know, when I did true. junior high. You know, I, I was at a Kilby show. And our our friend Jordan, who passed away, you know, rest in peace, Jordan, was notorious for doing crazy shit like macing Kilby Court. Yeah, or like going <laughs> to shows with razors and stuff. He's the reason you get searched at shows when you go to like Solitaire and stuff. So the scene back in the day used to be scary, you know, when the Edge kids came out. So I'm glad that doesn't happen, you know. There's no need for violence, but right? aggression and revolt, I think, now is the time more than ever for punk rock. I for think sure. Kids were smart. They put their phones gravitate more towards exactly and turn their amp up as loud as they can because you know we live in a state that's just i mean obviously there's no separation of church and state and so <laughs> yeah it doesn't exist here no it doesn't we today there's prop two compromise right the mormons compromised with the devil today <laughs> so i think now more than ever is the time for loud music that absolutely that just points the finger up with no real option or no no real suggestion or solution but but just fuck you is all right that's the message i'm trying to send uh, it's a good message that's that's the <laughs> that's message we're rock, putting man. out there as well yeah that's why these songs mean so much is because it's kind of just like that you can hear it in the sound the rawness right some of these guys aren't musicians they're punk right. rockers exactly you know? Some bands like uh, The Germs, perfect example, they were pretty big considering, uh, you know, the, the punk scene at the time for sure. But none of those guys were musicians. I mean, right. they just got together, put stuff together, totally. sung about stuff people wanted to hear about, and then had a lot of energy and people wanted to go see them. Oh, yeah. I mean, the the drummer uh, for us, Cheech, like he, he learned the drums when they sat down to, to start a band. He didn't sit down to play the drums. He sat down to start a band. So he has, like, a very organic kind of, like... That's cool. ...upbringing, and it's, it's kind of very... 
I don't know. I, I love hearing origin stories like that, where a group of friends wanted to play music together, and so right. they all just got so shitty together, but progressively got better, you know? Right. Especially No Effects is one of my favorite bands, and if you listen to their first couple records, it's like, oh, it's hard to, it's hard to really <laughs> get into those. You know what I mean? Right. It's hard to get into it. I mean, Ribbed is good. There's a couple of songs on Ribbed that like, are, are really fire and everything, but... God, the, the evolution of that punk rock is is really uh, is, is something awesome, and I'm glad that we got the time frame that I that I got at least. Sure, because I still love like you know a lot of the post hardcore and shit that came out after, right? And the kind of like the darker bands. I don't really like where AFI has gone, but. Yeah, some of them have gone down a path, and you're like, all right. You know, and that's when you hear the people say, oh, I like their first album. I like their early stuff. It's because stuff like that happens. And, you know, it's a progression of a band. I like, you know, different different genre, but Seven Dust. They were, they were a band I saw at either the Warp Tour or the Big Ass Show back uh-huh. in the 90s, right after that first album came out. Amazing. And where they're at now, Drowning Pool, same thing, even though the singer did pass away. But some of those bands evolved into something where it's like well if you look at what you have now to what you started with this is two different things yeah. and i'm not saying you shouldn't because as a musician you probably oh. want to evolve as well you're like hey yeah. I, i'm listening to this this is cool and all that so right, yeah. i don't blame them no I, I and i don't know why i brought up afi the the one thing i would say is just like they they got so much better at their instruments that it changed the sound almost you know right because it was simple back then to just be loud and fast right but it kind of it's different for them you know it's different they don't have the same nostalgia for their own music that sure. their fans would have but God I saw them this last summer AFI oh yeah Complex. they were here uh, fucking unreal man anti flag rise against right yeah and I don't really like anti flag but. Like, they put on a hell of a show. Yeah. They're great hype men. Great hype men. That's awesome. They, they hype the, the crowd up, for sure. And then Davey Havoc, who normally is a little flat when he sings, like, was just, like, right on key. I'm usually a stickler about that shit, too. <laughs> uh, having, you're doing it yourself, I'm sure you are. Well, I, sense. I, I, I don't have many talents in this life or world, but I am a pretty good singer. That's Not good. bad. It is good. I or like at least they thing. make me sing for some reason. All these fucking songs. <laughs> you won out the battle. 20 songs. <laughs> what do we got next? Well, that was uh, Mighty Mighty Boss Stones doing Sweet Emotion right there. It's Aerosmith cover. Oh, you know what? That was almost on my list, so I'm glad that you, you put that on Yes, there. that was a Chris pick. Chris Chris picked a whole bunch. He had like a whole list, and that, like I said, I had to weed some out because there was just so many tracks. But I, I like it too. Another great horns band, Mighty Mighty Boston's great. Their new album, uh, a good album, and I like that Sweet Emotion cover. That's a cool cover. Yeah, I did the Boston's last year at Friendsmas. Did you? What'd you cover? Uh, the impression that I get. Oh, cool. Well, just because I knew everyone knew it, right? And I passed out kazoo's. Okay, I was going to ask you, so how did, did you cover the horn part? Well, I did Real Big Fish sell out. I did Goldfinger Superman, and so I passed out kazoo's for the. For the for the people I knew would, that would know those songs, so awesome. The kazoo's were loud enough. It was cool. That's great. Right on. Uh, we have two tracks left, so we're yeah. getting close to wrapping this up. There's one more for you, and we'll play that one next. And yeah, this is like a uh, cover punk. Well, they did a split, right? Yeah. Yes, so they, split they covered each other's, each other's tracks. Yeah, I'd like to do that with uh, with Problem Daughter or something. That's cool. Yeah, or Hi-Fi be... Murder. One of those guys. 
Right. One of the one of the other punk bands in Salt Lake. Yeah, so, there's a handful. There's a few of them. Yeah. I like I like the camaraderie that's kind of come as of late. You know, there's there's more venues giving these guys more shows, and that's a good thing. It's good to hear about it. All right, so this is No Effects covering Rancid. Yeah. Olympia fixing the song. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. Coming up on the last track. Uh, what, was, what was your favorite track today? Favorite track today? Uh, the two I was looking most forward to playing, so not necessarily favorite, but first with that would be the Chaz Valentine and the Suburban Legends, just because I like that Chaz Valentine cover of yeah, Bad I Moon Rising. Yeah, I never, I never heard of him, so I'm going to check that out. New Zealand, eh? Yes. Na- New Zealand. Yep, and North. if you get a chance to check out The Rabble, I think you'd like The Rabble. Rabble. Yep, really cool Same band. Same dude. Yep. And then the Suburban Legends, just because playing a Golden Girls cover really yeah, doesn't the fit. Disney band. Right? <laughs> it just doesn't fit on a normal episode playing Well, I fucking Golden love Girls B. Cover. Arthur. Right? <laughs> and so they, I love their selection. I have that thing for B. Arthur. You know? 
Well, favorite track, you know what? Uh, just one I've listened to so many years and really enjoyed that Goldfinger track, the one that you picked, just oh, like Kevin. Oh, you trying to trying to suck <laughs> up to me? I fucking love Goldfinger. I'm not it's ashamed. So good. Of it. I've been such a fan. Uh, one of the first Warp tours I went to, they were there. Got really? to talk to them. Yeah, yeah. So that was '95, I think. I don't think they did it after that for oh, really? a fucking long time. Yeah. Nice. Well, it was that they one. Did, they did Big Ass Show a few times. Cool. I think yeah. I've seen him there then, too, because I, well, I went to the first you know, few You know weeks. who you should try to have on the show? Who's that? The drummer uh, for Ransom, Brandon. Oh, Brandon, yeah, you know. I bet if you knocked on hard enough, he should come on this show. Right? He probably have great <laughs> That's stories. what I'm telling you. If you're out there listening, Brandon. <laughs> Brandon, Brandon, Brandon. Come on the show. Come on the show. Come would... play drums on Friends Moves. Friends Moves. Right? I'll have to That'd hit him up sooner cool. than later and see if he'll come out. And, uh, we've, been, and... we've been talking about trying to have one year where we like try to have a – a guest appearance by someone. Do one uh, of the covers, like relevant. do an instrument or something on maybe one of the yeah. covers you guys are doing of one of their tracks. Yeah, like you know, fucking have one of them walk out or something. Yeah, have someone relevant. Right, that would be. Fucking you guys cool. could do a used cover and a rancid God, cover, and, and Brandon fun. can do both. Yeah, I'd shit the bed in that <laughs> dreams. I wake up and. I'll have to hit him up and see what he's doing on that day. You should. You should try to get him out. Right. For, I would love to hear that uh, on this show. That fucking uh, interview you did with Josh, too, was, that was a great It was. I like Josh. Uh, Reaver Rebels is a cool band. Yeah, Reaver Rebels is awesome. Yeah. I, next big show we do, I'm, we're going to make sure those guys are on the bill. Awesome. I tried to get them on for Friends, so they're, they're so fucking busy all the time. Just, I'm sure. But, yeah, Lauren Madsen taught me a lot about music. That He taught me a lot of That's cool. chords. Excuse me. Dave House, though, huh? Dave House, yep. Uh, formerly of The Loved Ones, uh, this album, uh, he just released an EP, so that EP September Haze, and he just released it, cool. uh, like, last month, end of last month. Chris already played a track. Kind of doesn't fit what we've been doing. Uh, I don't even know who Brandi Carlisle is, but she released this track early this year, so it was actually a cover of a track that was released this year. Right. You know, and so it really didn't fit everything we were doing, but Chris had already talked about playing, like, every track off of that Dave House okay. EP for various uh, episodes, including we were doing covers, so since this was the cover off of that. Well, Chris's contract clearly states that he gets to call the shots. <laughs> no, Chris is, Chris is lucky I like him. he wants. Chris is lucky I like him, and I've got replacements. CJ's replacing him today, and I've got replacements for him. Hardcore Mark, yeah. Yeah? I love when Mark's on the show. Yes. Mark knows... I mean, fuck, Mark, Mark has seen me play when I was, like, 17, you nice. know? I have the fucking funniest picture of Mark. We Some, some photographer was at our Depot show and happened to capture Chris. In, at one point of the show, the pit opened up around those two. So Chris is standing with his arms folded and a big old smile on his face. <laughs> and for some reason, Mark just looks so fucking unhappy and so like like he just discouraged like he didn't want to be there and i just have this like it was almost like the photographer saw him and wanted to capture the moment and i was hoping he was going to be on the show so i could bring it and be like why are you so fucking miserable at our show (laughs) we'll have to have him on that next one have to have hardcore mark for a hardcore show right God, that, that's a good guy, though. He is. He's a cool guy. Fair I've enjoyed doing some fan. episodes. We have a couple interviews tentatively that we're working on. Yeah. Uh, we were going to do an interview with Jake from Strung Out. We had to postpone it because Mark had something come up. But Probably uh, the hopefully we'll get that nicest. Up. Jake's the nicest uh, quote-unquote rock star. Wait, he, you know, they don't put off that kind of – That he was the nicest uh, – 
famous person I've ever met. Cool. He showed me their acoustic album on his phone before it came out last year when we opened oh, nice. for them. Um, being on stage doing sound check with those guys while Jordan Burns was setting up his drum kit, he like mentioned to our drummer um, how cool he thought his drum set was. Nice. And, and for the first time in my life, I saw Jared turn red and just kind of like kind of put his hands together like oh it's all right like it's it's cool you know got all sheepish and shit and uh jordan burns was like yeah we had to fucking listen to you guys because we we weren't sure about playing with a band called racist kramer and i was like yeah dude 28 2017 you know that was 20 that was last year so i was like this is the first fucking year we have to actually specify with people that we're not actually fucking racist <laughs> i know right because in today's like atmosphere like they are ballsy enough to be like openly racist nowadays. Sure. So, like, we never had trouble getting shows, and now we're getting like not blacklisted because we're not. Our music's like pretty clean up. Right. You know, it's pretty clean. Nothing hateful in there whatsoever. Right. Our name's just kind of fucking weird. But what what caused you to call yourself racist, Kramer? I get the the meaning oh, yeah. there, but dude, honestly, it was like we booked a show and they're like, we got to have something. And we had thrown around, like, a really long list of shitty ideas. Like, Sons of Shatner was a candidate. Shatner. <laughs> Slump Buster got thrown out there. Just really terrible name ideas. So I came up with Racist Kramer because it was around that time. Right. And I wanted to use a reference to, like, a celebrity kind of falling apart. Right. It was around the time that Britney Spears shaved her head, too. So, like, <laughs> I was like, maybe we do something like Britney's Big Breakdown or something. Or, like... Something referring to that, sure. but I'm glad we did do racist grammar because it kind of set the the bar where it's kind of like we can be humble under this name. We're never gonna outgrow this name or like not be racist grammar. Right. You know what I mean? You book a racist grammar, you better be ready to fucking hear me scream the f word to the crowd. Right. And there's been a few times where like people have booked us and didn't know what they were getting themselves into. But at the end of the day, I think I love the name even more so today because it kind of reminds me of like a career suicide. <laughs> that at any moment, if I'm not careful, like I'm going to say something really fucking stupid that's going to piss a lot of people off. Luckily, I'm not a hateful person, but I am stupid. I have gotten in trouble for things I've said before. <laughs> Sometimes it comes out before you had a chance to think about what you're about to say. Yeah, I'm just very dumb, very ridiculous man. Uh, so sometimes my mouth gets me in trouble. But uh, but that's fucking punk rock, man. Right. That's how it goes. That is. Which, uh, I love the show. Thanks Thank so you. much for having me. I love Absolutely. what you guys do. I appreciate it. Giving, giving a voice to us uh, local kids. Absolutely. And that's, that's the goal is making the local scene global. We do we try to do that here because we love our local love bands it. and we love it. find them everywhere. Discovered the mindless. Uh, yeah. Though I met those guys at our show. They came, their Nigel. Nigel came up and introduced yeah. himself. And cool then, guy. Then he hollered at us uh, on the show, and I was just like, who are these guys that found our music? And was just like, yeah, we need to make sure to play with these guys soon. So, uh, and Ogden is like, they they have punk bands up there, man. Right. Like, Hi-Fi Murder. Hi-Fi Murder. which yeah, uh, Cool uh, band. Fucking phenomenal singer. Yeah. Chris, Chris Paulson or whatever. Um, another one of those moments where I'm a stickler about singers, but I'm just like, God damn. 
if I wanted to start another band and have a different singer, I'd probably ask him to do it. He's he's really good. Yeah, I like High for Murder. Cool. And uh, yeah, those those Ogden guys. Steve, fucking Steve's gonna be a, a Friendsmas from Four O Sevens. Awesome. I just saw Four O Sevens. Terrible band, garbage people. But Steve's cool. <laughs> I'm just joking. <laughs> no, Steve, I saw him. I told Steve I'd, I'd do their record mindless. for them if they would do that. If they would get their shit together, they just got a new guitar player. So, but yeah, Steve's doing a couple acoustic songs. Cool. Gonna have him come out and play so that we don't look as bad. That's awesome. I met Steve at just that joking, show. Steve, love you. <laughs> <laughs> trying to figure out who did they open for. I don't remember. Oh, the Runaway Kids. So Runaway Kids, Mindless, and 407s both uh, opened up for... 407's pretty much available to open up for anybody. <laughs> they open up for like a fucking timeshare uh, <laughs> timeshare proposal or oh, that's awesome. seminar. Oh, that's real, cool. They opened for a real estate seminar last week. I'm just joking. <laughs> I love the 407s. That's awesome. Cool. They, they were fun. Yeah. Love, love, uh, yeah. love what you guys do. No, you got to have me out again so that we can Absolutely. get wasty on the show. Yes. <laughs> we'll do that, and Chris will get his uh, punk rock Santa ass out here. Yeah, where is he right now? He is at a wrestling meet. Is he wrestling? Nope, he's the coach. <laughs> Fortunately, he would look terrible no. in that singlet. He's at a professional wrestling match right now. <laughs> yes. Punk rock Chris. All right, well, that's it. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Thank, Thank you, you for joining. Uh, come out December 22nd, yep. Friends Most Urban Lounge. Um, tune in KRCL December 14th. We're doing, that evening, we're doing four songs. Awesome. That's Live. good to know. Yeah, I'm glad I got out my F-words on this show because I'm not going to be allowed to talk. They're going to be a little more restrictive than we are I'm here. I'm just going to have my lawyer <laughs> talk for me, bassist Kramer. Right. He's my lawyer. Despite his many objections to being my lawyer, he is my lawyer. Awesome. So you guys will be doing that. You got the Friendsmas show. We will be there. Uh, what else you guys got coming up? Uh, we're going to make a new record. Awesome. Uh, yeah. Get a get a record in February, hopefully. Got a lot of new songs we're working on. I want to stack it. We'll just do like 20 songs. Sweet. I, that's my goal. But in recent years, we've been kind of slow to, to do new music. But just going to try to hammer it out. Uh, we have kind of enough shit to talk about with what we've been through the past. And that's a whole other episode to talk about that. But Well, we'll have to have you back around that recording time or maybe just after. Yeah, just after would be great or whenever you guys want, really. I'd love to come in and just listen to you guys talk Sweet. about stuff. Excellent. We'd love to have you. <laughs> <laughs> no, but for real, it was awesome. Awesome hanging out with you. Thanks so much for having me. Excellent. Thank